Hello. Is that Sam and Ryan? Hey. What was the conversation yeah. like before I got on the phone? Because you two have been on already. Just think how much we hate you. <laughs> no, Sam, well, I haven't talked to Sam in like a month, and he was like, he didn't ask how are you or anything. He's like, Ryan, you don't like the black keys, do you? <laughs> <laughs> God. I remember why I haven't talked to him. God, they are the worst, though, aren't they? They really are the worst band, right? They're like the new Nickelback. Sam, let me just ask, is this whole thing that you're doing, like, because Wayne Coyne doesn't like him? Oh. oh he doesn't li- no, I had no idea. He doesn't oh. like them, honestly. Well, there you go. That's probably okay. why. No, I didn't know that. I, you know I what's inter- you know what's interesting, Ryan? You really see what kind of uh, friendship you have when you stop working with someone. Like, you and Sam used to see each other twice a week. No joke. Sam and I, I would take him home after the show, and we would sit in front of his apartment building and talk like a, like a, yeah. a couple. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I was courting him. It was very nice. And and we don't do that anymore. Right. I saw him at the WrestleMania party when he was wearing the bloody college girl short. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's that was our last contact. You guys haven't talked, text, or anything since WrestleMania. Nothing. Zero. No. I thought right. I thought he might have been dead. I think the only reason why, why I want to do this is to keep you guys in contact because I feel like the friendship is yeah. going to completely die if I don't if I don't keep you guys in touch somehow. Well, you know, it's one of those things that we, we talked about this before. Like, you know, you're the middleman in this friendship. It's nothing against me or Ryan, but I mean, I thought there's certain friendships that if you took out one element, it would destroy everyone connected to that main element. Ryan, based me, we probably wouldn't talk until you die at your wake in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> months. <laughs> a few months. But let me ask you this, Sam. <laughs> Sam, let me ask you this. Is your friendship with Ryan like riding a bike? Or is it much harder? Like, what's something yeah. that what's something that Ryan that you do every once in a while that's very difficult to start to do again? Lifting weights would be a good. I mean, because if you're in the groove and everything's working, you know. I, then after you, if you haven't lifted in a while and you go back and lift, you're sore. It hurts. It sucks. Yeah. So, I, so, I mean, so is, is your friendship with Sam like riding a bike or like lifting weights? No. Right now, I, I feel like I tore my pec. <laughs> Just after that, oh man, that's terrible. After that first fifteen seconds of give me your thoughts on the black keys. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you don't like them. I, I just that's all it was. What do you have against them? And oh, never mind. Actually, I don't. Care. Yeah, don't ask. We don't want to get into a music conversation with Sam. No, I, I know, I know. Well, <laughs> Sam, well Dan Auerbach <laughs> thinks that he's Wayne Coyne. That's why I don't like him. Basically, <laughs> basically, they're a cheap ripoff of the lips. The lips. <laughs> they are a cheap ripoff of a lot of bands. The lips are one of them. <laughs> do you call them the, Sam? Do you call Do you call them the lips? I've never called them the lips. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the lips, are you guys uh, going to Riot Fest? I haven't seen the full lineup yet. Oh, I've been pretty out of awesome. touch with everything. You are out of touch. You are out of touch. The lips will yeah. be there actually. Well, you know what, Ryan? Slayer's going to be there. They're playing Rain and Blood. Um, Sam Hain is playing uh, in, uh, Inidium, the entire album. The problem, Abe, is the way you're introducing it. You're, you're naming just the bands you like. Let's go in order of the importance of the band. No one gives a shit about Sam Hain playing just Inidium. Inidium, whatever the fuck that is. No one cares. Okay, I'll tell you who's there. The Cure, Jane's Addiction, Offspring, Flaming Lips, The National, Weezer, Social Distortion, Patti Smith, Cheap Trick, The Used. Oh, The Used are there? Yeah, The Used are there. Nice. It's just, it's, it's a really great lineup. What a lineup. There's actually 10 of the bands where they're playing, like, a classic album. So Weezer's only playing the Blue Album. Offspring is only playing Smash. Slayer's playing Rain and Blood. No Effects is playing whatever their main album was. 
Anti-Flag is there, Dashboard Confessional, Taking Back Sunday. It's a really, really strong lineup. Ryan, could you hook up um, the tickets or what? Yeah, I mean, that that guy, Jeremy, worked, he's like their marketing dude. So. Because Sam just bought a three-day fast for $200. <laughs> if I know Sam, and I think I do, he'll resell that for $500. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, if you get tickets, I'll, I'll let him go with you. And I'll, you know, I'll actually touch you in on the profit. I think it already yeah. sold out. <laughs> yeah, right. If you get tickets, though, do, uh, you know, I know you'll give Abe one first, but I hope you give me one second. Yeah, I would. Right after base, so third. Base is actually going to call in a little bit. I, I can't, just can't get into a music conversation with Sam because it's going to it's going to end bad, and then he's not going to talk right. to me for the rest of the week. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. If I insult all of Abe's '80s bands, it, it pretty much ends it. <laughs> <laughs> or pretty much. How many people Abe, one Abe, of Abe's '80s bands? Abe, how many people do you think will be at the stage watching Sam Hain? They'll be at least thirteen hundred, I would guess. Like, do you think that, will they play like right when the doors open? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like will they get like the twelve forty five slot? I don't think so, man. I, I I think it seems like they give Danzig a lot of respect. Who's they? C three presents in Riot Fest. Yeah. <laughs> what are you basing that on? Because didn't Danzig play there a couple years ago and they gave him a pretty good slot? I don't remember what slot he had. Because we, we were doing I, the show on Sirius. At this point, at, hold on. At this point, inviting him to play is respect. And, like, just being willing to have him there. Oh, like he's not good enough? Isn't he notorious, like, for being an asshole and, and being difficult? And I, all I'm saying, is, and again, we don't need to get into this, but I just don't think that the demand for Danzig right now. When you have that lineup, you could do without him and still there, be fine. But is there a demand for Slayer? I mean, people are going to go see yes. Slayer. No, no, no. People are, of course, people are going to go see Slayer, right? But there's not like, yeah, but, it's not like everyone's like, do you believe Slayer's going to be there? And like people, no, it's not people like when, do love Slayer. I know Slayer they, Abe, the Abe, that, that's there. wrong. Sam Hain Abe is the band that you're like, oh, they're playing and no one else that I like is playing. I guess I'll stand here for 10 minutes. Like <laughs> you're not spending $200 on a three day pass to get front row for Sam Hain. I'm not saying, not. I'm not saying that Slayer's not a good band. I'm saying that it's not like people are lining up. It's not like it's such a big deal. Slayer come here twice a year. It's like a, it's like a County fair, you know, like Tantric is playing. No one went to the County <laughs> fair and gave a $7 donation to see Tantric play with, uh, Revis and Course of Nature. <laughs> and Soil. Like, they're just there, and you happen to be there for something else. And yeah. so you just stand there and watch them. Is everyone here for Tantric or Dennis D. Young? <laughs> 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 Let me ask so, you this, guys. Let, let's get off music, because I know it's going to end bad with Sam. It always does. And he won't talk to me the rest of the night. He'll be mad. Like, you know, I sent Sam a text, and I said, Hey, Sam, make sure your cell phone works. He's like... Why didn't you send that message to the other two buffoons? Why only me? And he was, I, I felt like this was going to go bad right well, when I, I said I didn't say buffoons, Ryan. I he said, said the other, the other two, two chaps or whatever he said. But, well, but, you guys, it doesn't make sense that you would just send, send that to me and not to those guys. It was insulting. See? Right, right, I, right, I, I mean, saw the text. It said, uh, make sure you're in a good cell phone area. And then I looked and it just said, hey, but didn't have the group. And I was like, why the fuck would you just send that to me and not those other two guys? I'm like, well, what is, what's wrong with my cell phone in my area? That I deserve that kind of individual treatment. Because Ryan's Very like insulting. Ryan gets bad service, so he's like sitting in his car right now or something. Yeah, so send him that message. But no, there's nowhere he could go. 
He has to either sit in the car, the only place where his cell phone works, or that's it. So I know his situation. So I'm telling you, make sure you're in a good... Why is that such a horrible request? Oh, I want I want people to be able to hear what you're saying. I can't it's believe you! It's you a little bit insulting. Dare, how dare you say that to me! <laughs> How dare you? I actually was how dare, how dare you? Because it's like if you're going to send that sentence to everybody, so everyone knows the message. The message applies to everyone on the call. Yeah. Okay. So just as a reminder, everyone should get it. Just and look, and, and Ryan, mean, Ryan, my text work is Sam's coming in gold and clear. He sounds great. Yeah, I, I always come in gold and clear, babe. Yeah. <laughs> gold and clear. Gold and clear. Uh, Sam, I, I again, I, I this will be the last thing I say. It's kind of like. Why that? Oh, I doubt that. Go ahead. Is, I swear, dude. I, I promise. I mean, no. Why even waste time? If Abe sent me that text, I probably wouldn't even think about it. Exactly. Like, I, I would say, oh, yes, let me go find a good, strong signal. I also wouldn't. Uh, there's nothing about that text that would. Like, I would just basically, like, think like uh, packing peanuts in a box. Like, they're just there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was, Ryan. It just, it kind of set me off. It just, I Ryan. think when I saw, when I saw that it wasn't you two on there. Uh-oh, you're cutting out. Ah, dude. You're cutting out, Sam. I can't hear you. Am I really? What was, yeah. that, what was that last part, Sam? We couldn't hear you. You were <laughs> okay. cutting out. All Honestly. Right. I'm, I swear to God, I couldn't hear you. What did I wasn't, you say? I wasn't coming in gold and clear. No. What's the proper term for that? Clear as a whistle? Loud and clear. <laughs> There's a lot of variations that work. Golden clear is not one of them. It's a golden. <laughs> you have a golden voice. You're coming in clear. Golden clear. No, you can't come in gold. <laughs> you can't come in gold. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Adjective does not fit. So clear here, Chuck. How do I sound? Gold. <laughs> well, let's move into why we haven't been on in a while. Ryan has been bu- rebuilding his house. He bought a new house. And he sent he sent me a video where he was like dressed like L from Home Improvement with like a tool belt on. He's like, "Hey, look at this!" And then it's Ryan with a ladder. And then like his, oh, you see all these people walking around with paint cans doing nothing. Everyone was holding something and not working. Like everyone was either holding a bucket of paint, holding. So wait, you have Ryan? You you hired a whole crew? No, not hired whatsoever. It was making the sound like like professional operation. It was our family. It yeah, was, yeah. Oh. Well, I, I did see your mom. On a ladder. I'm like, God, you make her do work on a Why couldn't you be on the ladder? You're on the ground with a bucket of paint, and she's on a ladder. I had a Bass is buzzing in as we speak. Okay, get Bass oh. in on this, then. Perfect. While me and Ryan talk shit about you. <laughs> God. Dude, you don't like the black keys, do you? <laughs> Definitely. Sure. What an agonizing conversation with Sam so far. What was that name? I heard my name. Thank God Bass is coming in to save the day. Is, is that Bass? It is. What up, base? What? We're talking about... How was L.A., base? L.A. was wonderful. Base is the only guy who every year sets up meetings in L.A. for no reason and flies out there for like three weeks and then just eats the whole time. I'm going out there... myself like a star. Base is always like, I'm going out there for major meetings. And then every text message he sends me is him at a different food place. Oh, shit. You're cutting out, base. What did you say? I said you're the only one that would actually appreciate that. Base, <laughs> hey, so what was the, like, and this is a serious question, like, what was your, I mean, obviously they're for voice stuff, but, like, did you did you have stuff lined up? Did you, 
Like I, you, I did have one specific thing lined up, but I can't say what it is yet. God. <laughs> but I know what it is. It's it's nothing that important, base. That's pretty important. Really? Okay. Is it when you went? Is the is the thing you're talking about when you went to see Aaron Paul's house? No, I wanted to. I couldn't find it. Did that not happen? No, I couldn't find it again. Well, hey, hey, you, you have a big opportunity. Is that what it is? I do. I have a couple of opportunities out there, so I had a skedaddle for a couple of days. Well, ba- base the big news is that you went to see Conan O'Brien live. <laughs> I I sat in the third row. You know, all these people are listening. Like base is a, like he has something major going on. Like he's about to sign a major deal. And then when you find out what it is, you're gonna be like, oh. Uh, I think you'll be pretty impressed if it happens. You, you honestly can't say what it is, Base. Wait, Base, are you talking I about? I can't say what it is. Base, are you talking about the one, the main thing that that you that I tell you that you should that you're born to do? Is that what you're talking about? That's the one. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. You can't say that. But okay, so Base has something in the works that. Okay, now I know what you're talking about Base. This would be huge, but you didn't even have to go to LA for this. Well, it just kind of had an onto it, yeah. Well, I went out there because, I mean, I do voiceover stuff, but there are certain things I can't do. No, but wait, hang on. I need to be in LA for. No, wait, hang on. Bass is confusing everyone here. He has something awesome that's in the works, which he'll tell you guys about when we're done here. He'll text you or whatever. But that has nothing to do with him being in LA. He just went to LA to just, like, plan meetings. Uh, is, uh, he's, like, calling, like, uh, Send Dog from Cypress Hill. Do you want to have a major? Should we meet up? Well, let's have a major meeting this this Saturday. No, surprise enough, Set Dog doesn't return my calls since the last time we had him on the air. You know, Base was upset, Ryan. He was he was sending me a text that he said he even sent your brother a text and your brother didn't respond. No, he ended up he ended up doing the classic response: the uh, "Hey, I just saw your tweet about In and Out Burger. Totally missed your your text message." Oh, really? Damn, oh, okay. bad timing. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, the tone, like, I was like, all right, man, I wasn't that important. I just wanted to say hello. Yeah. But, Base, who who goes out? Like, I went to New York, and, and I'm, I'm much better friends with Kevin than you are. And I went out to New York a number of times when he was there, and, and I didn't even, like, call him or text him. Like, I was out there for a reason. You're, you you talk to Kevin, like, once every three years. Well, I don't even know that many people in LA, so I figured if I was out there, I might. Trying to see how to stop people. Yeah, but, 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 but base. Let's say your cousin uh, Shmiel lives out there, right? And uh, let's I don't say have a cousin named Shmiel, but he has to go on with it. Let's say he did, right? And, <laughs> and, <laughs> the typical, the typical Jewish name, sure. Yeah, but let, okay. So let's say I, I met Shmiel a couple times. I still wouldn't call him. <laughs> I, 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 That's not even a name. No, I know. <laughs> even base is full. Base just called it the typical Jewish name. It's yeah. not. No, yeah. That's the that's no, Jewish name that Abe reaches for. Hey, yeah. uh, this is hey, uh, it's me, a Shmiel Levy. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Abe's just saying that because it's like that. That it sounds like smear. It's got the S E. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just yeah, it's a Jewish sound. Let me get a Shmiel of cream cheese. Uh, put, put it this yeah. way, base. If I had family members who lived in LA, I still wouldn't call them if I went out there. That's well, family like family I said, he wasn't at the best top best. of my list to reach out to. I just. He was one of many people I texted saying, hey, I'm going to be out of here. If you're around, I don't mind saying hi. But see, I wouldn't even want to waste time meeting with any people. Like, there, if there's people that you barely talk to, unless, I mean, you're a married man, base. It would be different if you were, like, you know, a young... Which is probably why he went. To be honest, I, it, 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 I, partly, right? Because, obviously, Jill's having a baby. So it's like, even if you didn't have a meeting lined up... Oh, yeah. 
that was that was kind of it. I had to get out there before uh before I, I got the uh the anchor on my leg before a little yeah. Camille arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Base, you're aren't you're naming? How did you know you were naming the kid that? No, base, you're naming your kid DJ, right? Like because yeah, like radio DJ, right? Your no, kid. Dan Junior, DJ. Oh, it's Dan, oh that stands for Dan Junior. Yeah. Oh, I thought the middle name was like Joseph or something. No, we're going to call him DJ, but it's actually going to be Dan and my dad's uh, first name, but the middle name. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it doesn't make any sense because his name's going to be like Dan. What's the middle name going to be? Mark. So it's Dan Mark, and you're going to call him DJ just because you want a radio connection with the kid, right? Oh, no. I mean, it's Dan for Dan Jr., Dan and Jill, because both of our names, and DJ, because, yeah, radio. But how many kids get the nicknames of their parents, the first initial of both of their parents' name? Like, my name would be Anne, like Abraham and Nadine. That would be my nickname? Aren't you an Abraham Jr.? I am, but they don't call me Abe Jr. Well, because it doesn't sound good. <laughs> they, don't call me a- they don't call me AJ. They don't call Ryan G- uh, GJ or something for Gary and Joanne. Well, I do think base. I believe that it worked out that it was Dan Jr. But I think that there is a radio influence here. Oh, that there, it's definitely mind. there. I mean, I it also we're both in radio, and yeah, because we were radio, we met each other. So yeah, it's just, there. So, so, so just be honest about it. And it's one of three things. I'll be honest. It, it definitely is playing a part. It will be interesting to hear what this kid's voice sounds like. Kid like, will be the last DJ too. Yeah, I, I may have missed. Base, did you guys uh, determine, did you guys find out the sex of the child? Yeah, it's a boy. Okay. I just, I, I wanted to make sure you got, got that out of the way before you settled on a, a boy's name. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can name, he can name a girl DJ, can he? Okay. It was going to be DJ whether it liked it or not. Yeah, well, DJ Tanner, Donna no, Joe Levy. I, I, I'm not talking about the DJ part. I'm saying D- Dan Jr. If it was a, a girl. <laughs> uh, Danielle, Danielle would have been perfect. And I... I I don't know. I mean, I could just see maybe doing that backwards where you, you decide the name and then it's a girl. <laughs> so we just, uh, we throw it away. It is weird to name your, it <laughs> yeah. is, it's weird to name your kid and force, force a nickname on them like that. Like maybe he doesn't want to be known as DJ. Can he just like eventually become DJ? Does he have to come out as yeah. the immediately? That's a good call. It's almost like saying like, oh, I'm going to call this. I can't wait till this kid's born. I'm going to call him Big Mac. Exactly. Yeah, like if, if your last name was McGuire yeah. or something, or well, when it gets to a certain age, you can you can choose to be called whatever you want. But for now, yeah, who's going to choose anything when you're known as DJ your whole life? That's not something that you just automatically say. I want to be known as Daniel moving forward. Parents, well, well yeah, you say your name is Abraham, but you know people are going to call you Abe. How many people have ever called you Abraham? No, I was known as AB until I was like seven, and then I'm like I'm Abe now. But I never moved I to Abraham. Yeah. But you I made did. that choice. No, but base, you don't make a choice. I didn't like. But at some point, you become little boys are all known like Sammy, uh, Danny. I'm sure you were Danny when you were a little kid. Every little no, kid. I, I was never Danny. I was always Dan. Well, that's because your parents weren't. They weren't like fun. Like they weren't like yeah. Oh, actually, they were. Your dad was a, a, a ventriloquist, so I guess he was. He was. But what you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure the Johns are known as Little Johnny. There's Little Timmy. At some point, Little Timmy becomes Tim. All right. Well, if DJ wants to be called Dan. He can more power to the guy. Why can't you call him Danny to kick things off? And then we'll see what I happens. I don't know. I, I do like the sound of DJ better. Hey, so you're gonna call him Beach? <laughs> <laughs> Beach. 
Can you imagine Bass giving like a a life talk to little Pete, like sitting on the edge of his bed with him, rubbing his hair? hair, DJ, DJ, when life hands you lemons, uh, make lemon meringue pie. (laughs) (laughs) I like the one of eating right now. Yeah, I'd love to see like a highlight clip of your first eighteen years as a father. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The second half of my the kid giving me more advice than he giving him. It's pretty much guaranteed the kid's going to have no athletic skill, right? Because Bass is never going to want to get off the couch and do any. And Bass doesn't have many athletic skills right now. Can you imagine when the kid's like 10? He's well, gonna... that's why I'm going to let him stay with Uncle Lane so he can harden it up a little bit. With me? He, yeah, if he wants to learn how to hit a hook shot or something like that, I could teach him. <laughs> In the main streets of Chicago and hard it up with Uncle Abe. And, and Ryan, Bass, Even... ba- Ryan, Bass and I already had this conversation. You know that base is going to be the master of having people babysit this kid for free. Oh, God, yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Abe lives right downtown. Oh. He's totally babysitting my child. See, that's your first problem, Base. You trust Abe to babysit your uh, newborn. Oh, no, 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 don't think it's that way, Sam. He'll be getting a visit, too. Yeah. Hey, uh, me, me and Jill want to go to a buffet. Is there any way you can watch DJ for a couple hours? Sam, you know that base is going to, because you live, like, what, a couple blocks from base now? Yeah, but but just because Bass asked me to watch Little Deej on a whim doesn't mean I have to do it. Yeah, but it's kind of hard when he's coming over with that spit towel and the bag and everything. That's right. It'll be even harder when I ring the doorbell and he opens it up and it's just the kid standing out there and I'm locked on. Yeah, the, just just the bassinet with a note that just we we'll, we'll be back at eleven. <laughs> Uh, that's why, base. I mean, I, I won't say it's a hundred, like entirely why, but that's part of the reason Laura and I moved eighty miles up into the middle of nowhere <laughs> to not babysit. Well, bases I'll find you. I'll find yeah. you because I don't want to open my door and see the <laughs> sitting there with two spit rags and a box of crackers or whatever he feeds him. And then a note well, that says, "Oh, we'll find you, Ryan. Don't you worry. And you and you are very resourceful." And then a note that says, like, the kind of food he eats so that you have to actually go buy it because Bass doesn't want to waste any. Oh, we don't want to waste it because DJ is going to be at the house tomorrow, so we got to feed him that custard tomorrow. They got money on them, dude. Custard. Is an infant eating custard? Yeah. Custard. It doesn't seem like Ryan bought the house just within days of Bass's announcement. I yeah, mean, exactly. <laughs> Ryan's got within, within three days, Ryan, you were eighty miles away. And before that, <laughs> and, and, and before that, before that, Ryan lived in Indiana, and he was super far away. But just in case that base wants to go to the Horseshoe Casino or something, hey, uh, me and Jill want to play roulette for a few hours. You mind if we drop DJ <laughs> off? <laughs> right. uh, let, let me ask you this, Ryan. Do you think that? Because I know you had a thing at Taco Bell where you would go there every day and you said the guy knew your name and eventually you went back months later. He's like, hey, man, where you been? Right? Yep. Do you think- and Abe, even worse, it was, at a, it was at a different Taco Bell. So it was like, it was out of, like, he must be like a regional manager or something. So <laughs> no, that's even worse. Like, it, was, it wasn't like in the context, you know, in which he was used to seeing me. It was somewhere else and he still knew me. So it wasn't like, oh, oh, white Camry. It was Ryan Mano and knew my order. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, your hair your hair looks different. What you, You're parting it to the right now. You're <laughs> parting to the left. Yes. It's like when you were telling that story about Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, 
where you would see the guy every day and then you felt like you broke his heart after you went, you know, to... Yeah. Or you were going to Subway, and then you started going to Dunkin' Donuts. That's yeah. what it was. And, and then, I mean, then the Subway guy was dragging three huge heaping bags yeah. of garbage right next but, to me, and he had a sad, <laughs> just defeated look on his face. But the the thing is, you guys weren't friends. He just knew you as disgusting order 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so he probably wouldn't recognize you outside. Like, if you guys were at the pool or something or the beach, he wouldn't be like, oh, there's my guy Abe who orders this, you know. Yeah. He knows you only in that context. Do you think people at KFC know people buy their disgusting order? Like, that's yeah. 735 disgusting order. There's exactly. 801. <laughs> that's why you, you hear stories like that all the time where where, you know, franchises have to apologize because it's like, they'll put on the receipt, like, bitch Asian, or, you know, like, they know these people that come all the time, yeah, and they give them those names. Okay, so that guy is super nice, right? And your guy was super nice, and then you yeah. get people at drive throughs who are complete assholes. I'm starting to think, because I've been going to this new sub place over here by me, well, it's not new, but I just discovered it. And I've already had two super long conversations with the people in there, and it makes me not want to go back because I feel like I'm there too much. Do you think that when you're when you have a nice experience, it also keeps you away? Um, I can see that. I can see it. It is. It's yeah, a little, it's a little weird. Because the guy, yeah, because the guy keeps making jokes the whole time. He keeps. You ever meet people who say "fair enough" after everything you say? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then he, he yeah, he, I do. I have met people base. He's one of them. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, I say it every now and then. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm finding that I don't want to go back because they're too nice. Like you almost want it where they just smile, do the job, and don't bring up anything else. Like you don't want that connection where it's like, right. oh yeah, I know. Oh, it's, oh, doing the turkey with extra mayo again. Cool, man. Like you don't want that. Fair it, enough. It should just it, it should be a business relationship, like Tupac said. You give me my 12 bucks, I give you 12 tracks of the real shit, and we're through. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I'll give you eight bucks, give me a sandwich, and that's it. Yeah, but you. There's I mean, a lady at Costco that every time we go, she will always hit a deal. You look like you lost weight. And women don't oh. like it when people say you lost weight. God. So now Jill will pull the A move by, uh, she will walk out in front of me on her, pretending to be on her cell phone, while I have to, like, <laughs> have the lady check my receipt. That is the greatest move ever. What's the fear? For you, over there. I mean, are you afraid he's then going to ask you to hang out, or like what? I mean, what, I guess if you break it down, what does it matter if it gets pleasant? Because I think we're too comfortable together, and then now I'm thinking about all the judges. Comfortable? The- I mean, are you guys like? Are you shitting in the bathroom with the door open? <laughs> <laughs> like, how comfortable can you be? He's behind the counter wearing a uniform, handing you a, a, a sandwich. I mean. Well, it's just, it's just too much, too much conversation, and then he knows. If I mean, that, then I feel like he knows I'm coming in, and he's going to remember that I keep getting this disgusting order. Okay, well then, don't order something so disgusting all the time. I but, mean, but everything there is disgusting. So no matter what I get, it's going to be a thirteen hundred calorie meal. So no, really, saying, I, I, I think you're really, level. It could be free food, pal. No, you never get free food ever. But go ahead, Ryan. Oh, you do. This has nothing to do with the pleasantries or the friendliness. This has everything to do with the fact that you don't want this guy forming an opinion about what you're eating. Exactly. 
And I don't want to have the conversation because now there's pressure for me to perform in the conversation. Now I have to be in on it. I have to laugh. I have to. When he says fair enough, I'll, I'll, I'll even say something funny, and then he goes, "Fair enough, fair enough." Uh, I, I, it would, I wonder if you could just pretend you're deaf or something, or put on headphones and sing. <laughs> Wait for that. <laughs> you know, I sent Sam out. It, <laughs> I like. I bought this uh, Apple router off Craigslist, and I actually sent Sam out to make the transaction for me. God, dude, you have—I I don't know, man. I don't—I can't believe Sam. Sam, did you do that? Well, he didn't see. He, he's saying he sent me out. Maybe I think he set me up to make the transaction is the proper term because we were supposed to meet to make this transaction. Then we were supposed to go to dinner. Well, conveniently enough, when it was time to pick up the router. A wasn't ready, so I was there by myself at the Starbucks waiting for. Them. No, I was running late. I was like forty minutes away. So, but I think you just implied that you weren't running late. You set that up so I could get it for you. <laughs> is that true? Is that that's really what it is, right? Well, let me, you, just, let, never, you were never going to come. No, I wanted you put to me go in harm's way. I, I wanted to go, but let, wait, let me start from the beginning because I was texting this guy for at least a week about a meetup, and I said, "Let's meet Friday at nine o'clock." So I sent him a text at like 7.30. I'm like, we still on for tonight at 9? He's like, oh, I thought you meant 9 a.m. What? Who, who assumes that you're going to meet at a Starbucks at 9 a.m.? He's like, oh, I work at 4.30 in the morning. I'm not even, I won't even be up at 9. Then he was texting me smiley faces and stuff like that. Like, I'm like, okay, no. cool. Yeah, and, and that's, that's where it got weird because he started you – don't, you don't text someone smiley faces when, you, when you're just having a conversation off Craigslist. <laughs> Wow, dude. I mean, isn't, isn't, that, isn't that way too early in our relationship for smiley oh, yeah. faces? There, no, this is not even that. It's, there should never be, there's not even a relationship. There's no, there's no hint of it. There's strictly, I mean, you want to, if you think the sub guy needs to keep a business, like <laughs> a, a person that you're picking up a router from or, I mean, there shouldn't be, it should be like Nazi Germany. I mean, just like look forward. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you do not, there's no, there's no horse play. Base, I imagine when you do deals off Craigslist, you must have a great time with the person, right? I love Craigslist. But I mean, how, your encounter with the person must be like, what up, dude? And then you're texting him all week. I'm the one sending the I got some sweet tea in the fridge. Yeah. Get your, get, get some sweet tea. <laughs> I got some I'm sweet the one tea. I'm the uh, Why don't you take a seat? Um, is this is this your text message? It says that you uh, you wanted to lick my asshole and pour gravy on it. Hey Abe, can I ask one thing about Craigslist with yeah. you? For as, as as many sort of quirks as you have about the way people perceive you and what your interactions are going to be, I, I bought floor flooring like you know for the house yeah. off of Craigslist, and I. Knew that I had to go pick it up one day, and for like three, four days ahead of time, I, w- I was just sick over it. You know, cause, like, I, I just, I hated the thoughts of what it was going to be, where I had to go, what this guy was going to look like, if I had to go in his house, or, I, it was a nightmare. And that was before it even happened. I, I can't believe that you repeated, you continue to do this. And you've had some shitty experiences. Yeah, like the guy with the claw, the guy with the gripper who was in a wheelchair. The guy in, 
Yeah, he was in a wheelchair with like a, a little boy slave bossing him around, whipping him with a fork mean or something. He's yeah, like, yeah, so put the microwave in this man's trunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some old slave, he had some old slave with him who just who literally popped out of the woodwork. Like my brother and I were, my other brother were holding the dishwasher, and I'm like, ah, because you just turned and you see him. He was standing in the corner, like right this way, fellas. And the guy with the gripper. The the worst, Sam. Even worse than that was when you broke that guy's heart, Sam. When you bought his prized possession guitar, and to this day you've never played it once. I didn't break his heart. I was helping him pay his mortgage. Is what I was doing. I know, but he's like, man. Funny how you you look at it in a different way. I, I was. It was almost a charity move. <laughs> what it was. <laughs> not, only did, not only did Sam buy this hey, guy's prize. I was going to sell it either way. No, I know. To make it clear. But but a couple okay. things. I didn't force him. A couple anyone. things though. Didn't you ask him for a cheaper price on the guitar first? Well, I didn't. I never did that. Oh, you didn't. But did no, he? I looked. I looked over. You were there with me, and you kept saying, "Give him what he wants. He's broke." <laughs> I was never going to ask for a cheaper price. <laughs> I knew what happened in that situation because he told us his whole life story in five minutes of how desperate he is. That was almost out of possession to sell. <laughs> Of course, I could have asked. I could have probably got it for half price, but I don't do that kind of like that. <laughs> but, but then, but then, what you imply? But then, when, when he when he like put the guitar in the case and gave it to you, he's like, "Hey, man, if you if you if you're done playing with it in like six months and you want to sell it back, hopefully I'll have some money." It was the saddest thing ever, wasn't it? Sad. Come on, Sam. We even we left there both sad. Bad, but what was I supposed to do as the consumer? I mean, that story wasn't attached to the Craigslist post. And and that and and that guitar right now is is a coaster for your uh, latte, right? I haven't played it. No, you're right. I mean, I it never, I never really, I never got hooked in. I guess, but yeah. The point being was, I. What do you mean, God? What am I supposed to do? No, 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 Sam. It's not even about you. It's just like I was just. I, it's the. Just, I mean, just the, the difference. Is the bad guy in every scenario? No, 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 Sam. I don't think it's that bad. I just think <laughs> like I'm just thinking of the disparity there. Sam's there to like. I'm surprised you didn't say, like, yeah, this, Abe, this should be perfect to smash in our video. <laughs> 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 Sam's there with an open checkbook, and that guy has, yeah. like, he has just <laughs> exactly. a can of coins that he's using for the whole week. <laughs> yep. He, he, yeah, all he has literally is shanty. He has, like, clutch wet, wet coffee grounds to eat. Yeah. <laughs> chickens. Ninety nine cents. He bought he bought nine McChickens with a ten dollar bill he got for shoveling snow. And, 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 and Sam was asking <laughs> asking him how much for other items that he sees. Yeah. You, saw like, that, oh, you saw that you saw that pool table? What about the flower pot I passed on my way in? Is that for sale? <laughs> <laughs> Name your price, Wonka. <laughs> oh yeah, so back oh, Okay. So back to this story with the uh, the deal. So the guy sends me a text. I'm like, okay. I'm going to meet you at the Starbucks. Then the last second I said, oh, by the way, it's actually my brother picking it up. And then he goes, okay, cool. By the way, I'm going to be wearing a huge belt buckle and a complete denim outfit. I'm going to a country western costume party. What? He's like, don't worry. I don't normally dress like this. So Sam had to meet some weirdo with a huge belt buckle to get my router. <laughs> did you tell Sam ahead of time? What did, did you then text Sam and said, "Okay, so he'll be dressed in all denim." Yeah, I, I took a <laughs> screenshot of the text, and then Sam's like, "Jesus Christ!" I think it was it was, it was a screenshot. That said, Look out for something. <laughs> oh man! I thought it was Sam because I read that, and then the guy was twenty minutes late, and I was like, "Hey, yeah. I think this guy was just one of those guys on Craigslist who's just trying to pull people's leg." That's all it was. 
And like literally, as I was sending that message, I, I saw the belt buckle like from a block away. <laughs> it was it was the dude. Do you guys realize that all we and do- he was a fucking dork. Do you guys realize that all we do all day is just talk shit about people that we actually like? Like all we, what's wrong with us? Because the four of us, when we get together, we'll, like if I'm on the phone with Bass, we'll just start talking shit about everyone we know. When I'm on the phone or texting with Ryan, we talk shit about everyone we know. When I'm talking to Sam, we talk shit about what is wrong with us as 32, 33 year old men that we all we do is talk shit about people we like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I, I think for me anyway, and I would say, Abe, you're the only person left in my life who I still do that with. But you open it up. It's not like I'm always like bringing this stuff to you. Like you'll I, tell- No, Abe, Abe, I'm not saying that it's your, on you. I'm saying that I think, and this is the truth, I think it's because we're so good at it. There is, and it, it is, it, it is like, in my heart, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be having this conversation, I, you know, it's, it's just not something I do every day, whatever, it feels, yeah. it feels a little wrong, but like, it's just too funny, <laughs> it's just too perfect, yeah. you can't quit. That's a great statement, Ryan, because we're good at it, because it is, it's almost like a performance, isn't it? Like, you, you think about what you're going to say, you want it to be entertaining, you want to keep topping yourself and the other person. Yeah. It's, like a, it's yeah. almost like sport. And, and we, it is. we immediately bring new people in. Like, I won't say who it is, but we, we were around this guy that we referred to as a jobber. And we, we, the four of us spent hours making fun of him, <laughs> pulling up. I mean, just some guy we met that we started referring to as a jobber. I, I won't say how we know him or anything, but we could instantly bring a new person in and then rip on that person for the rest of our lives. <laughs> like, 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 we, we could, like, we could meet a guy for three days. And then now for the last 10 years, we'll talk shit about, oh, hey, remember that jobber guy? And then we'll rip on yeah. for three hours. <laughs> who, yeah. are, who else does that besides <laughs> us and some of our other friends? We're the so, only that's right? part of it, Abe. The database is so vast that it's like, it's, that's, what, that's what's so uh, alluring about it is like the, the places it can go, the places it does go, because no one is safe. I mean, <laughs> there are people that I... I certainly don't ever think about that like will show up in these conversations and it's glorious <laughs> <laughs> and it is funny too that the people especially the people who you only had maybe one interaction with yeah. maybe Abe met this guy for two hours in 1997 yeah he, probably and he had a hair lip and yeah, he's been literal, he's a victim days of shit talk about that guy. yeah <laughs> yep the best ever yeah. was um we, we we had like some kind of party at my mom's house a long time ago, and my friend Joe was leaving the house, and he said, "Why is it that uh, I feel like as soon as I walk out this door, everyone's going to start talking about me?" And then out of nowhere, my my other friend Mike's like, "Don't worry, Joe. I used to think they didn't talk about me either." <laughs> and like, how do you how do you even like respond to that? It's so sad, but it's so true. I think it's just part of it. I mean, it's just like you. I don't know. That's just like the the price you pay to get in to get in the in the circle. <laughs> you realize that it's going to come your way, and you're never going to be there when it does. And that's just a, that's part of it. You have to you have to thicken your skin and shrug it off, right? 
And it's funny because all th- I I because I like you said before you got on, we were saying how I'm like the middleman between the four of us. Like I'll have three separate conversations, and Base and I will be talking shit about ten random people. Sam and I will be talking shit about ten random people, and then me and Ryan will be talking shit about ten random people. So I have I have three conversations going on all the time making fun of 30 people, and then on top of that, my other friends that I do this with. So I, I have 50 to 100 people at any time that I'm talking shit about through text. It's like the board of trade of shit talk. Like, <laughs> he's checking various monitors, he's getting emails, making fun of people, you know, like while he's texting on the phone. <laughs> He's got it coming from all angles. And if you know me at all, I've probably talked shit about you with someone else. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's just part of the it, it's the tariff. It's like yeah. the, the the toll. That's the it. asshole tariff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But you're not getting anything out of this deal. Like it's not like I'm that yeah. joyous to be. Like it's, is my friendship that important that you're willing to have your name on 15 other email strands and text it's, strands it, ripping it, out? It's you? almost like that. Episode strokes where um, uh, Arnold had to pay those two bullies two dollars so they could kick his ass. Yeah, you would pay me it's two dollars like, a sandwich so I could kick yeah, your ass. It's just a it's a lose lose knowing <laughs> it really is. Uh. <laughs> it's a that's a whole, it's like the worst thing anyone can say about you. It's a lose lose knowing you <laughs> <laughs> because you don't get anything out of it and you have to give so much up. Yeah. Oh my god! You have to give your soul and then you get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing you lose. Holy you know what it's like? It's like being a hooker who works for a pimp that keeps all the money. Like at least if you're a hooker on the street, you at least get the money. If you're a hooker who has a pimp, he just keeps the money on top of it. So you have to give your soul and your body and then you get nothing in return. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. All right. Yeah. At least you know that though, Abe. You know it's good. I, you're right. I'm always I, impressed. That, I'm always impressed that whenever you and I talk, we're talking shit about somebody. You'll show me your phone, and you'll be texting somebody as we're talking shit about somebody, and you'll be texting somebody something else, talking shit about someone else at the same time. <laughs> and I'll show you a conversation I'm having with that look, person. Like, look at the sludge you just wrote. Like, I thought you and I were in the conversation. I know there's another one. Simultaneously. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so that's a good point. Let me explain that, Base. So let's say, okay, Sam, and, and we're not talking shit about you, but I'm going to use you as an example. Let's say that me and Base were making fun of Sam, right? I probably also have a conversation with Ryan or Sludge making fun of Sam for the same reasons. So then sometimes, sometimes if we're ripping on Sam, I'll take a screenshot and be like, look what Sludge just said about Sam. <laughs> My God, you're sick. You do have, I mean, it, what's wrong? Yeah, I mean, like we were saying, for all of us, it's just there's there's one of those happening. But like, I don't know, it's a little much to be. You're, you, you, I think, able to is you like, you know what you want out of somebody, and you know what you want out of the other person. So you bait the one person into <laughs> looking like an asshole. So I'm like, so Steve you Jobs. can show the other person. So you're saying I'm like Steve Jobs, right? Uh, I guess. You're yeah, more like if- Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Don't you think, based and, and I, I, of course I don't agree with what Donald Sterling says, but based on his actions, don't you think he'd fit right in with our crew? Like he has no problem talking shit about AIDS and and you know, I mean, oh yeah, no. I mean, immediate all he'd be, Donald, he'd be, he'd be gold. All Donald Sterling has to do now is make fun of retarded people and midgets, and then he's offended everyone <laughs> on the planet. Yeah, yeah, but can't, I, but, but don't you think he like you have to have. You have to first, in order to hang out with us. You have to be funny, and you have to be able to hang. Like you have to be able to make fun of every. It's kind of like they say, oh, in order to be a great newsman, you have to know a little bit, a little bit about everything. In order to hang out with us, you have to be able to make fun a little bit about everything. Yeah, <laughs> and but I everyone. think they, the main difference is that I think that if you or I or Sam or Bay said what he said, we would at least, if it was a mistake and it came out of our mouths, I think. We, I know we would at least understand what we said was wrong and why we shouldn't have said that. With a guy like him, I look at him and I, I think that in his head he's thinking, "I still don't get it. <laughs> I still right. don't. Yeah, I still don't know what I did." Well, here, here, here's what I said. Magic Johnson is the most asexual person ever. At this point, Magic Johnson is like Big Bird, right? He's like a cartoon character, <laughs> and no woman. The guy has HIV. Like I said, he's like Elmo. He's like. Uh, <laughs> Big Bird, Snuffle Up, I guess. No woman like looks... Mario and Luigi. You're right. And no... Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what Magic Johnson is. No woman looks at him and says, I want to fuck that. Like, yeah. no woman... He's the most asexual man. And I'm not saying based on his looks. Based on everything about him, he is like Big Bird. And when Donald yeah. Sterling looks at Magic Johnson and all he sees is black, that's as racist as you could ever get. Because I, <laughs> I, I didn't even... I forgot Magic Johnson was black. Think about it this way, Ryan. When was the last time you looked at Magic Johnson and the first word, or even at the hundredth word, was black? I never think of him being black. For me, it was about an hour ago. Yeah, base base would be just like Sterling if he was old. Why are you such a fighter? All you want to do is fight with me. Why you gotta bring those blacks to my games? You're such. You got that Latina attitude on you. God, I would love. I would love to tape a conversation with us and Donald Sterling. Can you imagine how that would sound? I wish you would have interviewed him on the show. That'd be awesome. Oh, no, so great. I, don't think I he's... mean, think about like it's not like Magic Johnson. With some, you know, slap working like the, the parking lot at a fairground, and this chick brought him in. I mean, there are so many things to say about Maggie Johnson before you get to black. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black is the last thing for him immediately. It's, it's, it's Magic Johnson. It's not just some black. He's you know what black. I'm you got that black guy with you in the Why well, you got to bring these blacks to my games? It's you- like, <laughs> what? No. He's not just, it's not some black. It's Magic Johnson. Are you talking about Magic Johnson? He's black. Why you got to bring him to my <laughs> games? Get him out of there. You could, ha- you could fuck him. He told her that she could fuck him. He, th- that really shows you he doesn't know what's going on. And then in his interview no. with uh, Anderson Cooper, he's like, He's got AIDS! He screams it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
He's, he's the first guy ever to bring up AIDS in that fashion. When was the last time? <laughs> even when, though he doesn't even have AIDS. Yeah, but when was the last time you heard? People yeah. haven't talked about AIDS like that since when it first came out. Like when Carl Malone's like, hey, man, right, I'm not yeah. playing with someone who got AIDS. Like I haven't heard that kind of AIDS remark. So when you think about it, his black remarks are just as old as his AIDS remarks. So maybe yep. he just doesn't know what's going on. That is possible. You're, that's a, I, I didn't even think of that. You're, you're right. Like the AIDS, the AIDS uh, scare. Like yeah. the late, you're going to go on YouTube and type like AIDS newscast <laughs> to see like the last time people were up in arms about AIDS. It's kind of like it's, it, it's kind of like when you go to an '80s concert and you see the guy walk in with like the uh, you know the, the uh, stonewashed jeans and the you know the the Tesla T-shirt, and then you realize that that was the last time that guy was like hip and yeah. knew what was going on. So maybe yeah. back in like nineteen whatever eighty whatever when AIDS first came out, and when people still <laughs> hated black people, maybe that's back when Sterling was his sharpest. And since then, yeah. he's just been it rich was, and having people just funny. give him whatever he wants. It was funny that when when Anderson Cooper was talking about what Magic said, and that was his way of questioning Magic's credibility. Nothing about what he said, but. He's got AIDS. Like, <laughs> by saying that, it disqualifies everything he said about Sterling. That is funny how he said. He goes to cities and has sex with women, and he got AIDS. You know the uh, the rant in uh, Hit Him Up, that Tupac song? Yeah, the, you, mean the one, you, mean, you, do. you mean the one at Bass's wedding? Yeah, the one they played during dinner at your wedding. Wait, Bass, Ryan, before um, you, Bass, tell that story real quick before, uh, Ryan, before Ryan tells whatever you're about to say about Hit Him Up. Just, just for people who haven't heard. What what happened at your wedding base with Hit Him Up? <laughs> the entire uncensored version of that song played with my family and Jill's parents there. And it was probably one of the worst moments of that wedding. Yeah, where, where they say, fuck you, Biggie, eat a dick, you piece yeah, of shit. Mob beep, fuck you. Biggie, fuck you. Yeah. Well, it starts off with, that's why I fucked your bitch and i was like okay yeah but th- that, that just kicks it off then there's a literally a three-minute rant where tupac right. just talks shit about biggie saying i fucked well, your girl fuck you too but go ahead Ryan. and what made me think of it is in that rant he says he's talking about mob deep and he says doesn't one of you motherfuckers have sickle cell or something <laughs> like it's, it's, it's very similar where it's like yeah what is, what does that have to do with anything with your beef? I mean, yeah. if one of them has sickle cell anemia, like how is that relevant to why you're angry? Why you yeah. don't like them? Or, it's like know? saying it's like saying don't you have a lazy eye? Like that that's yeah. your comeback. Don't you have a lazy eye? <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> like you're disqualified from coming to the table. At the, you know you can't have a conversation. Don't you have a lazy eye? Get out of here. Yeah. What's he doing here with that gimp with that short leg? <laughs> No, no, he has a short uh, leg. Wait a minute, you're so so so. Here's the defense: you're super racist. Then your defense is, yeah, but uh, he has a hair lip. <laughs> like that's to him. To him, that's equal. Magic Johnson having AIDS, he doesn't even have AIDS as, as he has HIV. But him having AIDS is equal to all the racist shit that Donald Sterling said. And it's yeah, funny and, because and oh, go ahead. The ignorance of 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 really of if someone's HIV positive, I'm just saying he has AIDS. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> that's like, that tells you everything you need to know about where his understanding of things is. I would love to know what Donald Sterling thinks about everything. Like, I would love to yeah, take a too. list a list of everything, including things that aren't important and then super important issues. I would just love to get his opinion on everything and put it on tape. Kind of like a, like, I would love to do like a, a 
24 hour lightning round with him. Just you throw, you throw topics at him and just, he doesn't even have to say full sentences. He could just even like word association. I just want to know where he's at. All right, Donald Mexicans. I hate him. No, 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 no I didn't mean that. I didn't, no, 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 hang on. I don't like him. Okay. <laughs> That's what he stops and thinks. You're supposed to be this this Latina girl, and you're not supposed to be black. He's telling a black girl that she's not supposed to be black. (laughs) And then now he's saying that he did it because he was trying to get laid. He, he did what because he was trying to get laid? He said that he, he talked to that way. the guy with HIV. Yeah, exactly. He said he was. <laughs> he said he was jealous. You don't have the cock block, Donald. He has HIV. Yeah, well, but that but that that's girl the, that's the cock block. But honestly, though, if if a girl was gonna fuck Magic Johnson, that V Stiviano looks like the one who would fuck him. Oh yeah, she let him go in raw. Yeah, she's actually she's the only one who doesn't know that Magic Johnson has HIV. Yeah, she's the yeah. opposite of Donald Sterling. She would, yeah. she, and even if she knew, she would still fuck him because she wouldn't even know what it means. Oh, uh, she thought it was a vehicle. She thought it was like a new uh, yeah. a new Escalade or something. Yeah. Oh, the HIV. Okay. Oh, you guys see the Barbara Walters interview with her? Oh, it's horrible. She's the worst. She really is the original moron. She is. Uh, she's as dumb as I could have possibly imagined. Yeah, she's a moron. Silly rabbit. And yeah, yeah, yeah she, I'm his silly rabbit. Ugh. Did, did he call you that? Uh, no. Where's my silly, silly black rabbit, rabbit at? <laughs> Suck my <laughs> dick. But what would you expect from her? I mean, I, I no, yeah. I mean, there's no girl trace the cord back to the wall here and think that she's go, she's like his side piece publicly for years. <laughs> I mean, I. I I don't think you're going to get too much intelligence, right? And, and, and Plus, he, I, think, he, I think she's got off, gotten off too easy in all this. I mean, first of all, she was illegally recording the guy. And that doesn't defend anything he said. What he said was atrocious. But, I mean, shouldn't we be concerned about our privacy that, you know, she was essentially wiretapping this guy and this has become national news. And the news is not about the biggest atrocity here. In, in that the NBA is going to take away somebody's team because... Of something that should, that was said in private. That's pretty fucked up. Because meanwhile, you know a lot of the other owners probably say the same shit when they're with their boys, yeah, like with the guns in the back. It's like, if you say it in a public forum, it's different than if you say it in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, like if you read our text messages, we'd all be arrested. Yeah. Because we t- everybody would. Yeah, I mean, but the, the, shit, the shit he was saying, though... At this point, there's nothing you could do but remove the team. Because when you when you say that you can't be around black people, no black player will ever play for him. And then right. one of the NBA's most valuable teams now, because the Clippers are good now, is going to make what, no money because no one's going to show I, up. What, I, what I've been saying is that this is a capitalist society, right? Let the market dictate what happens to that team. I assure and they you. did, Sam. All the spon- did you see the list of sponsors that pulled out? Right, but that's what I mean. Let that happen, and then let him sell the team. Yeah, but see, that. the NBA is losing money though. This is one of their most profitable teams for the league, so and they're not—they're really not going to take that. About hit. Their bottom line—it's not about what. He but said. see, that's what it is. That's money. what it comes down to. The NBA really just cares about the bottom line. Yeah, because you know that Commissioner Silver had a closed door meeting with Donald Sterling, and he's like, "Look." I feel the same way as you, but I got to do something here, okay? My hands are tied. (laughs) That was the first thing he said, I feel the same way as you. Because when when Tim Hardaway came out and said the most homophobic remarks ever, 
it didn't it didn't affect them from letting him be part of NBA weekend in the three point uh they have like a three this thing where they have an NBA player a WNBA player and an NBA legend. And Tim Hardaway mm-hmm. was involved in that this year after saying the most homophobic shit you could right. ever say. And I, I think go ahead. And Dr. Dre is talking about buying the Clippers when he's the only rapper who still uses the word faggot in every single song. That, that's what I was going to say. We have to be a little braver in society and really approach these issues for what they are. And that what Donald Sterling said was horrible. But then why are we going to let Dr. Dre buy or Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> who have a history of homophobia. Yeah, and, right. and beating women and going to jail and everything else. It's weird. I, I just realized there's no... When it comes to racism, it's the only sort of social faux pas that doesn't have, like, a sensitivity training that you can do. So if, let's say, like, um, uh, Chris Culliver, remember... Uh, who was, wait, was it Chris Culliver... The dude on the 49ers who was talking shit about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gay people. Right? Yeah. So what happens, and it happens all the time, is when you make a comment like that, then you are, like, forced into league-mandated sensitivity training where you go and hold hands with gay people for a day, and then you take the photo, and then you're like, oh, gays are great. I'm sorry. I I ever thought otherwise. (laughs) There isn't that for black people. Like, you don't go to a soul food joint and eat chitlins and then like do the photo op and say yeah. i was misinformed i'm sorry <laughs> it why is that one of those two things either there shouldn't be that for, for gay comments yeah. or there or we need to add that for black like, you're racism. right you're right <laughs> it's like it's okay it's okay to kill people like dante stallworth who got a dui and killed someone he was on tv talking about michael sam should be treated fairly it's like dude you killed someone you shouldn't be talking about anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, I, if, if I ever killed someone, I would never talk ever. I would never be, yeah. I would, my face would never be anywhere. You know what you do? Anyone but my family could see it. You do what Casey Anthony did. You go to Mexico with some scumbag and you go live with him the rest of your life and that's it. You don't be see, you're, you don't do the OJ thing where you're playing in a golf tournament every week, waving. Ha ha ha! By the way, yeah. if, if if I did do it, however, this is what yeah. I would have done <laughs> if I decided to do it. If that was the first time anyone has ever said the sentence. You do what Casey Anthony did. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? And then and then the outrage of Michael Sam kissing his boyfriend when yeah. Eric Decker has a, a a reality show on E! where the whole show is him fucking his wife and his girl. Like, they're always laying around on top of each other naked, no shirts on. And you what see- are these guys going to learn? Like, when Michael Sam kissed his boyfriend on TV, there were probably five or six tweets from outraged players. What are these guys going to learn to just shut their mouth? Ew, man. Yo, that's way, sick, man. Don't take it. I mean, you know what's going to happen. If you put it on Twitter, it's going to be a national news. Yo, story. man, I ain't put nothing in his doo doo hole. <laughs> like you can't, you can't tweet that says, "Yo, my doo doo hole, that just be for me." I don't push one, it, my doo doo hole. One player tweeted, "OMG, terrible!" The, the second he kissed his boyfriend, and it's like, if you feel that way, you know what? That's your prerogative, but don't share it on Twitter. For we don't really want to see it, and. You're gonna lose your job. Like there's it, no it reason. Never, it never, ever, once, a, not one single time, has that ever ended well. It's never flown under the no. radar. Yeah, exactly. It's never, you never started a groundswell in the opposite direction where the majority of people are like, "Hey, he's right." 
tutor holes are exits only. I mean, I don't know what they suspect is going to happen, but it's never worked out properly. It's like starting heroin. (laughs) You know, there's only one way this goes. And and then you always have the effects of the heroin later. Like even when you say the N word, even when you're forgiven, like Riley Cooper, there's still going to be three black guys that are going to beat the shit out of you if, if they ever see you in public. You know what I mean? For so, the rest of your life, yeah, absolutely. No matter yes. where you go, OJ it's Simpson. Like, it's, it's like being a character in The Sims. You just have this big thing pointing down to you the whole like, <laughs> you, the rest of your life. <laughs> it's like if OJ Simpson goes to certain places and no one's around, he would have gotten the shit beat out of him. <laughs> or, you know, if Ray Lewis yeah. walks somewhere, if Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez just, they just indicted him on two more murders. That guy's willing to kill anyone. He's killed at least three people now, allegedly. So a guy like that, if he was anywhere out in public, there's a chance you could get killed for no reason. Like, and anytime he has a scuffle at a club, he just kills you. <laughs> like he followed, yeah. he followed these guys and then blew him away with a gun. I mean, it's crazy. So you really, you really can't afford to do this kind of stuff. You know what else, though? I realize that hey, Mike... Real quick, hold on. Before, before you move on to that, I just want to cap the uh, Donald Sterling conversation by uh, saying, you were right. He would be perfect for us to hang out with. He, uh, <laughs> real piece of shit. He real fit, piece of shit. He'd fit right in. I would love to have our conversation with Donald Sterling, like making fun of bass or something, just to see what he comes up with. Like you know, but it he, wouldn't even be about base. It would be about. I mean, it would just be like be about, the most heinous things about Jews. And, I mean, it, it that's would, what I'm saying. Like, no matter yeah. who you're talking about, he would just come back with racial texts about whatever race yep. that person was. Yep. Oh, uh, sorry, I cut you off there. Oh where, no, where but I realized also that Michael Sam himself is an asshole and a piece of shit because I was watching when he was making out with his boyfriend, and then he grabs a piece of cake. And smashed it in his boyfriend's face and starts laughing. And the boyfriend looked pissed off. Anyone who does two things is a piece of shit. Number one, anyone who rubs their hand in your hair. You ever, you ever have people do that, Ryan? Like, you'll be out at a bar with them. They start rubbing their hand in your hair. Like, trying to do this, like, male bonding thing. Where they, like, mess your hair up. You ever had that happen? Um, no. Sam, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam no. Do, you know, do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about, Sam? Rub rub a hand in your hair. Like where they rub or base, you know what I'm talking about? Like on your bald head where they smack your head. I was gonna say it's even worse when you're bald. Yeah. Certain people do that where they'll rub their hand in your hair, like mess up your hair. Ha 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 ha. The other one I hate is when they put food in your face. And Michael Sam took a piece of cake and smashed it in his boyfriend's face like an asshole. And ever since then now I don't like Michael Sam. Because he disrespected his boyfriend, and that shows me that he treats his boyfriend like a piece of shit. Like, oh, I'm well, the one, no, that, that, I'm no, the one bringing the money that. in here. That's that. You're. I think you're. That's a. That's a, a real stretch. I don't think he so. He was excited about being drafted. And yeah, but was, you don't. You he, don't smash cake in your boyfriend's face who didn't want it. He was like backing up, and then he had to do the fake smile. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but gay guys do that at every meal I heard. <laughs> every meal I smash piece of cake if there's dessert. That's- it was funny, too, because all the sports talking head guys are like, for the court. Uh, I think he took it a little bit too far with the cake. I don't care that they kissed each other after the cake. I hate the fact that he smashed him in the face with the cake because that shows to me that he has no respect for my guy, whatever his name is. Uh, Leslie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, don't don't... Don't you do that, like, at weddings and stuff or, you know, like, married couples sometimes? Yeah, they do that for a photo op. He he did it to be an asshole. Like, haha, this is funny. I, in other words... No, if, no if, he did it for if, a photo op. If, if he was doing it to be an asshole, he would do that when no one's looking. I mean, I, if, I didn't know he treated a piece of cake. 
What's that base? God. I was just offended in the way he treated a piece of cake. <laughs> that was perfectly good cake, you queer. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you were totally ruined, dude. You think that guy? You think that guy's ever going to be anywhere without a camera? He just signed a deal with the OWN Network, who, by the way, Oprah will make money off anyone now because she originally said her network was going to be oh no reality shows. It's an uplifting network. So far, she's had the Chaz Bono show, the Lindsay Lohan show, and not the Michael Sam show. So she's the biggest hypocrite of everyone. Well, I know he's the one that still said he wants to be looked at as nothing more than a football player. And now he's got a reality show that's going to spotlight his life. Hey, I don't blame him, man. You got to—he's going to get cut very soon. He needs to start up the second career immediately. He needs to start up a reality TV. <laughs> Lamar Odom had the reality TV career, and he gave it up for crack. When you're a player and you could start up a reality TV like Terrell Owens and Chad Ochocinco, you don't think they wish they slid their reality shows? They got oh, nothing. I don't, Abe, Abe, I don't think. I, I don't know that that's the best advice. I think like. A reality show isn't a retirement plan. I mean, it's not, you know, I think the better route is to be able to, to talk and, like, maybe be a commentator or an analyst. I, I don't th- I, my point is I don't think the goal should be I'm going to make it in the league and then hopefully get a reality show. Have, have, you heard, have, you, have, have you heard Michael Sam talk or seen his shark teeth? He has, like, 13 layers of teeth in his mouth. I, I'm not even saying Michael Sam. I just think I just don't want you to think, like, the the – the route to the guaranteed route to success is to piggyback your signing with a re- a reality show is going to be over in two years, and then what? And then and then what? You know well, what I'm saying? Maybe he could start up like a line of like lotion or like sweatpants or something. he, he dildos, dildos, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like Jessica Simpson now <laughs> makes millions and millions of dollars off her clothing line and, and, and Snooki and all these and dildos also, yeah. So maybe a dildo line is the way to go. <laughs> well, dildo, we're, we're like, it was like a, a super popular thing. A super popular thing. Like a, a book, well, hey, like we're going to an agent. We're going to get you a book deal. We're going to do a fragrance, a dildo collection. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want, I want an actual real dick mold in my dick, though, for dildo. No problem, Michael. No problem. Anything you want, baby. Could you imagine some old agent who looks who looks like Donald Sterling trying to trying to have a conversation with Michael Sam about a dildo line? I I really, Michael. I really think you should get into this dildo business. We're most excited about the dildo opportunity. <laughs> the best opportunity I see is the real life. It's huh? fine, but no one really needs it anymore. The fragrance market is cluttered. You're going to corner that one, Michael. You really are. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, my a, God. A couple other things I want to mention before I let you guys go. <laughs> I know we don't do the douchebag power rankings on here, but if we did do the douchebag power rankings, oh. number one would be Drake. Did you guys see Drake? On the Toronto Raptors bench for Game Seven, going nuts when last 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 season he was laying in LeBron James' sweat and champagne, like grabbing LeBron's dick, like like hanging on for dear life, like just begging to hang with LeBron. He actually got kicked out originally of their locker room, and then he came back and got into the club. He sucked LeBron's dick so bad last year. And then this year, all of a sudden, now he's the biggest (laughs) Toronto Raptors fan ever. How is that even possible? 
It, it, I do think, and if it, in any other circumstance, you'd be right, but I think... He's from Toronto. He, I know he is. It doesn't matter. I, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think, I, honestly, I think the team signed him to be, like, their ambassador. Uh, so I think there might be some uh, sort of partnership or financial... Oh, uh, okay. I, I think. Because uh, remember the pictures of him and Rob Ford sitting on those little stools together? <laughs> I never saw that. No, it's awesome. <laughs> Like it's like when you sit when you're on an airplane and you're next to a, a fat person or two fat people. Yeah. I mean, Drake's pers- personal space was like it was the, the width of his body. I mean, that's it. He, he had, yeah, he had no room, and, and that's the only reason I think that Drake has some sort of deal with the Raptors now. Oh, okay. I would love to see a conversation with Rob Ford and uh, Donald Sterling. That'd be I would the best. A lot to see that. You know, you know. I'd love to be there for the conversation with Rob Ford and Drake. <laughs> Rob no. Ford. I'd like to see a conversation with Rob Ford and his mailman. I'd love to see a conversation with Rob Ford and anyone. And you know, Rob Ford probably has some similar views to Donald Sterling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that, but you know, Rob Ford loves Donald Sterling for taking all the. You know, everyone was all over. You know, uh, Olivia Gondek. I didn't eat her pussy. Like that's all everyone. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the other, the other day I sent Ryan a text message that just said Olivia Gondak. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. That name pops into my head like once a week. Olivia Gondak? Uh, she said I eat her pussy. Uh, I didn't, wouldn't eat her pussy. I got plenty to eat her home. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then one last thing. Olivia Gondak said I want to eat her pussy. Uh, I would not eat it. I got plenty enough to eat at home. But honestly, guys, Drake... <laughs> To me, was so shameless say, saying they're on the bench screaming like he's the biggest Raptors fan ever. You can't do that. You can't be sucking LeBron's dick. You can't be like riding oh, Chris Bosh. You can't be offering remember, your ass. Do you remember two minutes ago? What? When we established that he's probably an employee. It doesn't now, matter, though. That doesn't matter. That's my point. It doesn't well, matter it if does you does matter. It does matter quite a bit, actually, because uh, he can't get paid by the Raptors and then go hang out at the. Could you imagine seeing me with a Miracle Whip t-shirt on just for money? Yes. You know yes. I'm, can, at this point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm Team Hellman's. Can you imagine yeah, me walking... Six months ago, no. What if Miracle Whip was that desperate that they saw, they saw something in Abe but they were going to give him a contract? <laughs> Here's your package, your check, and your t-shirt. Cash the check, wear the t-shirt everywhere. (laughs) And tuck it in. (laughs) What is this? Is it like a skin-tight white shirt with an old old miracle of love? No, look, we're not going to micromanage you, but the t-shirt's in the mail. All we ask is that you tuck it in. (laughs) (laughs) That would hurt miracle of so bad. And and that's the entire endorsement, too, is me just wearing that tucked in t shirt. That's all there is to it. Oh, my God. All right, last thing, guys. And and, and this one actually upset me. You know, my girl, Olivia Munn, was dating the new Robocop. I don't know what his name is. And now she's banging Aaron Rodgers from the Packers. And that shows you, gentlemen. That you have a very small window with girls, and you, you you know Olivia Munn was on the market for but two minutes, and Aaron Rodgers was ready on deck, and now he's with her. Yeah, like you can't be lazy. Like when 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 you want to hit something, as they say, you need to move on it immediately. Isn't that right, Ryan? 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, or at first I didn't know any of that. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think different... It, your point is very valid, but I think different rules apply to people like Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it would, it would, I think, be weirder if, you know, she didn't date anyone for six months and then said she was dating a carpenter. <laughs> or, like, you just, when you're Olivia Munn or a guy in Hollywood, you assume that you're going to maybe hook up at some, I don't know. Like, 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 if, like if she was with Patel, the sandwich artist from Subway, you'd be more shocked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that would be... I think like the most shocking, <laughs> but but I see your point. Abe. It, it it's it's a valid point, definitely. Yeah. So that that's my final message is to just tell just to tell the men and women of honor. It's like when when young when uh even when gentlemen are available, good the good ones you got to move, ladies and guys. When you're when you're trying to as well, they say, well, Abe, creep but, up. But here's my but real quick, and I'm sorry to interrupt your your. Uh, Final, uh, your, your closing line here. <laughs> um, I guess if how does someone know? You know, like uh, how would someone if someone had their eye on Tiffany at Target? Yeah. Like how with Olivia Munn, you you can find out like what her status is and like how it's going and stuff. It's pretty like, easy. You don't have that. If you know a girl and you're friends with her friends, it's pretty easy. Is the minute they break up with them, her friends will say, "You know that she's having problems with Tom, right?" And then that right, minute, but Aaron Rodgers probably wasn't friends with Olivia Munn and the guy from RoboCop. <laughs> like, I doubt they ever met before. No, no, they met actually at some awards show, and ever since then they've been friends. So Aaron Rodgers has probably been on deck the ah, whole time because okay. he, he probably All wanted right. to creep up in that. Uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That put no, that sword right. up in so that he, holder. I'm sure. So, like, he would just send her <laughs> innocuous sort of like, hey, uh, I'm stopping at Jimmy John's. You want anything? Like, even though he knew full well that she was dating RoboCop and kind of maybe on the rocks a little. So, yeah. I get it. And I she was in California and he was in Wisconsin. Oh, that's the worst part. Now she has to yep. go to Wisconsin. I mean, he was calling about Jimmy John's from Wisconsin. Wouldn't you rather just, if you're her, wouldn't you rather just bang, like, uh, you know, like Steve Nash or someone. At least he's in Los Angeles. Hey, if she yeah. banged Patel, the sandwich artist, when she was on the red carpet, would he have his, his, his subway uniform on? Of course, like, a green, a, a green, like a Donatella Versace dress. He'd have on his green polo and those weird like Crocs. Hi, right, Juliana Depani and Ryan Seacrest here. We're here with Patel from Subway. <laughs> what, what what is that? They were, I, I believe these slacks are from Target, and the T-shirt is a Hanes T-shirt with a Subway logo glued on it. He I have to get a full name. He doesn't get a last name. Patel from Subway. Oh man! All right, fellas. Well, I think that's it. So, if you guys. If you want to listen to this and you want to get it the minute we record it, just subscribe on iTunes and then you get it the second I upload it. You'll immediately have it. Um, and then at Abe Cannon on Twitter, A B E K A N A N. And if you're just if you're new to the show or new to us, just go to abecannon.com, A B E K A N A N dot com, and you could get everything. Base, where your your Twitter is back to base on air, right? It is. So it's base B A S S on air, and then Sam, you you don't know how to use anything except what Twitter? Just Twitter. That's all I know. And what's that, Sam? And that is Sam underscore Cannon. And then Ryan, you have your on website, your website, and then your Twitter. 
Yeah, I don't use it, I, and I haven't updated anything in a long time, so I'm not even going to bother. Just just spend your time that you would on mine on, on Bass's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just at Ryan I'm Mano. Deferring. Wait, are we going to end please. with the uh, Mano's memo of the podcast? Go ahead, Ryan. Hell no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I haven't been writing things down. I've been measuring for curtain rods. So By the way, I, guys, look, look for a major announcement from Bay soon about his meetings in L.A. very soon. <laughs> oh, that might yep. be loosely stated. Yeah. I got something huge coming. They get hired by the Black Keys. <laughs> <laughs> they think they, they finally need a bass guitar. Yeah. They need a new bass player. Uh, let me like break the basically, basically break the news. Bass is actually joining Boyz II Men as the new baritone. Wow. It's been a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, All right. I'll hey, guys. All right, later. Peace. Later, guys. See you.